Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host. And like we always say, the Movie Council Podcast, the one podcast that can and possibly will save the world. Again, Mm. Tim Sherry, the CEO, your host, hosting the number one movie podcast in the world depending on how delusional you are. I'm here tonight with a couple of my my boys, my bros. And when I say bros, I mean, these guys are literally my bros. Like, they're, they're my bloodline. I'm stuck with these motherfuckers. I wouldn't be yeah. here willingly if it wasn't if it wasn't for that. <laughs> We're going to be getting back tonight. We missed last week. We're here tonight. We're going to be reviewing a couple of newer streaming movies. we got some other things we're going to do. But before we do it, we, of course, we have to start off with those bros that I mentioned. Of course, I got I to gotta kick it off with my right-hand man, my COO. My big bro. He is the reigning, defending, undisputed best movie guy on the planet. He is the hot shot banker. Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's going on tonight, bud? Let me talk to you. <laughs> uh, you love Hayes. <laughs> I love I love I love everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Um as of uh this recording. I am on vacation. Whoa, this. what a Whoa. shock. Holy Stunning. shit. Next we- thing you're going to say is you used to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next week plus. So I'm, uh, yeah, tonight might get a little sloppy. A little, a little right? bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little sloppy. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to getting back after it. We didn't do anything last week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm very uh, excited to start talking movies again. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll get into the uh, the what movies we did and some other stuff. But of course, we have to talk to my other big bro. Yeah, my producer, <laughs> my editor. Yeah, the hardest working man on this podcast. And again, lovely, lovely hair tonight. Oh, I thank you, my big bro, Dan Sherry. What's up, man? Oh, what is happening? I I too am uh, excited about tonight. I, I think these. Uh, and we'll get into this later, but I think these are two very interesting movies to talk about in the same episode. So. Very different. Yeah, I, couldn't I, I be think, more. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But uh, uh, before we do that, I I, I want to let all our listeners know that they can they can find us on social media. We are on all the usual places, you know, Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. and X and Threads and even YouTube. You can find us. We are at Movie Council Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send us an email to MovieCouncilPod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, wherever you listen, to make sure you give us a, a rating and a review. It helps us out, and we thoroughly appreciate it. Big time, big time. And normally, this is the point where we would swing it on down to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But currently, as we speak, Marky is uh, getting thrown out a window at uh, Victor Maitland's office. Quite possibly, uh, yeah. I think he might be disabling an unmarked unit with banana <laughs> at the moment because Marky is on vacation uh, this week. Marky's at the beach. Yeah, he whatever. pulled an AJ. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he got a vacation. I don't know. He's some redneck beach somewhere doing, I'm sure, 
something redneckish. Like, yeah, know. he's probably jumping in the water. I think we probably can hear him jump in the water. Yeah. Her sploosh. There he is. Oh, there he there goes. He is. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying hey. your vacation. Oh, yeah. Keep that big dick away from my good. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, right. my, Whoa. Wow, it, it is a good vacation, Whoa. Marky. He hit the Holy sauce shit. a little early tonight. That a boy. <laughs> All right. All right, bud. Well, you know, Marky, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but we're going to get after it without you tonight. Um, listen, guys, before um, before we get into, uh, you know, DP, you got a question and maybe mm-hmm. we'll say some other shit. Again, it's always tends to be always tends to get a little weird when it's just an all Sherry boys uh, mm. show. Um, now, I assume that will happen as well. <laughs> yeah, that'll it's going to get awkward, uh, I'm sure, very soon. Um, mm. <clears throat> but. I do want to say something serious uh, real quick. And I know I tend to do that. I go, I'm going to say something serious. And I say something completely not serious. This actually yeah. is serious. Ooh. For any of uh, people who are um, who listen to this podcast, you probably know that a lot of the people that listen to us are our friends and our families and, and things of that nature who I think a lot of them feel obligated to listen to us. I don't know why you would other than obligation. But uh, I would say probably our most popular, uh, most enthusiastic fan is a guy we talk about all the time. My best friend, the Booker Man talk about him a lot he's even made a cameo on uh on our on our show here yeah. um I, I in all seriousness um i just want to um, take a minute the booker man uh lost his mom a couple weeks ago um after a very actually kind of short battle with an aggressive form of brain cancer um hard time for him he's had a rough year and uh, i just want to take a minute to say that uh you know i'm very sorry for your loss man we're thinking about your thoughts and prayers your mom you know we all we grew up across the street from you man we've known your mom mm-hmm. our whole lives so um it's hard and uh we're thinking about you and um again thoughts and prayers to your family and uh sorry for your loss kid we love yeah. you man yeah booker man you basically are my little brother and mm-hmm. i just want to let you know i love you we all love you and yeah. uh yeah our, our thoughts are with you yeah i love you man and uh Sorry, you lost your mom. It's, yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It's been a rough couple of weeks for him. Um, yeah. But I've been talking to him a lot. He seems to be, he's one of those guys that uh, buries it. So, mm. you know, but we talked a bit, so he's he's doing okay. But uh, again, love you, book. All right, <clears throat> got that out of the way. Um, DP, you want to do our, uh, our our question of the week, right? You want to do that? Yeah, let's get that, get that going. <clears throat> um is there any news? Hold up, Marky, any news? Oh, shit. Yeah. Nope. All right, no news. So mm, let's yeah, get into our questions. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good, good. All right, so so this question actually was uh, somewhat inspired by uh, the clone Tyrone with, with that whole joke, a, a drug dealer, a pimp, and a, a hooker walk into a secret underground lab. Right, right. And at the time, I remember I was thinking, like, hmm, would I rather be a, a pimp or a drug dealer? Or I like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess a hooker, too. So, I, you know, I started thinking about that, and it brought me to this question. So, boys, if you had to make your living as a criminal, what kind of criminal would you be? And now, AJ, we, we know already bankers are criminals. So we're, right. so we're ruling that yeah. one out. So we we already know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than banker, like real criminal, what kind of criminal would you be? TW, you want to you wanna, you wanna start us off? Yeah, it's actually one of the basic ones that you mentioned because, um, you know, there's obviously some fun ones. You know, mm. contract killer would be fun. Right. For sure. Um, 
Yeah, you only get to work once in a while, make a ton of money, right? Yeah, um, and the job I would pick would definitely be a lot uh, more hours. But uh, this is based off of a show that I've actually been watching recently. If you guys ever watch the show The Deuce, it's on uh, HBO Max. Well, sorry, Max. I believe it was on HBO. James Franco, yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal's like that, that got canceled. Man. I was on for a few seasons. I just watched the first season. Uh, mm-hmm. Maggie Gyllenhaal's like half naked most of the first Ooh. season. So. And I will start <laughs> watching it. Yeah, check that out. Um, but Hugh Oppenheimer. It's all about it's all about uh, <clears throat> the 1970s prostitution scene in New York City. Ooh, man, being a pimp looks fun. It's <laughs> really fun. Like you think about that gig, right? Just like you just chill all day. You make mm. sure your bitches are working. You slap one of them around to keep them in line, you know, to right, send but... a message. But the the but the best part, TP, mm-hmm. the best part is when when a customer gets out of line, you get to really put the boots to him. Yes, like, you do. Really get to fuck someone up, and then you look good, you know. And then you know, true. And you know, you gain the trust of your hoes, and you know. Then the the jack just rolls in. It just seems like a, <laughs> it seems like a fun job to me, and you know, not a lot of well, probably some stress, but I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of upside to that gig. True, I, I can see that, but uh, me myself and uh, and the Godfather can tell you, pimping ain't easy. No, I get that. I do. I do. I've heard it quite a few times, but. I, I beg to differ, actually, because it actually <laughs> right? looks it actually looks How quite could easy. It be? <laughs> you just slap a couple bitches around every now and again, and mm. you know. I uh, think it's a little. I think it's a little more nuanced than that. Right. <laughs> well, well, and actually, I think I think it, again, if the, if we had a time machine, I'd be like a seventies pimp. I think I'd be. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know because so, I think now so. nowadays being a pimp is like basically like. Owning a company that sponsors OnlyFans. Yeah, like, that's being say, a pimp these running days. Running OnlyFans. That's <laughs> really it. I, I, I don't know. But so this, we would have to, you know, use a time machine here. Right. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. How about you, AJ? What do you got? So I've thought about this for a while. And, you know, I'd like to tap into my strengths. And one of them is, you know, like recruiting a team, elite management. Like, I think that I would be like the head of an like a group that would hire like a, a team and I'd be like an international art thief. Uh, thief. Mm. Like I'd go around the world. So you get to travel around the world. I'd hire my crew and I wouldn't be the guy like, you know, doing the back handsprings and flip through the, the, the laser mm. security. I'm not that guy. Yeah, you're, I'm you're the, guy, the mastermind. I'm you're the, the mastermind. That, yeah. I'm the mastermind. I hire the crew. I hire the flippity flip guy to go mm. through that. I hire the safe. I hire the safe cracker. You know what I mean? I hire you know the 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 brainiac that's doing something. I don't know. Yeah, but I the hire, alarm. Yeah, I hire yeah. the hot chick to just. And I hire the driver. Yeah. Well, I, I get it all together. <laughs> I come up with the plan, mm-hmm. and you know I make a lot of money and I travel I like around it. the world. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Stress free, lots of money. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, nonviolent for the most part. Like mm-hmm. you're in and out. It's supposed to be go a covert job anyway. You know what I mean? You're supposed to not get caught, right? You would definitely have yeah. to have people killed at points, though. You know that, right? Mm. Maybe, maybe right? Yeah, I mean, most likely like, go rogue on you. You know, yeah, okay? yeah, freelancing. Yeah, someone's got loose lips. You know, you might not. <laughs> <laughs> take them out yeah, but who can you trust you know there'd be a lot of backstabbing maybe but yeah, right um yeah 
Yeah, I imagine owning a really nice house to uh, all mm -hmm. houses around the world, you know. Yeah. They, yeah, like, like the dude in Sexy Beast that brought the team together. and Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Just like that. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. What about you, DP? This ought to be really good. This ought to, yeah, this so, be really. This got to. I think it's going to be. I think it's actually going to be a little complicated, is my guess. Yeah, I mean, no, no, not too complicated because, I mean, one of the thing that one of the things I was thinking was, uh, yeah, being like a, a cat burglar, someone AJ would hire to to do mm. the stealing. Yeah, some crew. Uh, but then I started thinking, like, I'm getting a little too old to be squeezing through air ducts and shit, and too fat <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I was thinking, like, also, once you steal it, then you got to find like a fence to sell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're dealing with more people, which mm. actually AJ would deal with. So maybe I could do that <laughs> and work yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, but then he was a safe cracker. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, but then I landed on uh, a, a, a job or a criminal activity that instead of dealing with other criminals, you're dealing with regular people, and I would be a fucking con man. I think mm. being a grifter and just you know fucking people over for their for their money and whatnot, and staying in fancy hotels, and you know just charming people out of their money. I, think, I think you, that would be a fun. A you fun could be time. you could be like the Tinder swindler. You ever see that documentary? <laughs> that shit's I fucked haven't. up. Oh, that, oh dude, check, that shit is fucked oh, up. The, I like Ooh. that though. Comment grifter, like I like that idea because you're yeah, be you're fun. using like your like intelligent your wiles mm -hmm. to you know to you know to pull these cons on people, and they're usually exactly. pretty elaborate. You know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, didn't really uh, put a lot that's... into it. <laughs> but yeah and i figure that way job. i deal with less criminals as well yeah. as i'm making my money because you know if you're a drug dealer you're selling to drug addicts and you never know what can go on there you don't want to get into that messiness yeah. so and i like, kind of like that I yeah, do like, Master I, Assassin would be good too, though. See, I feel like we're, I feel like we we definitely reach for the stars with this. Like neither one of mm. us, is, none of us are like, yeah, I'd like to be a low level meth dealer. You know, like the, <laughs> yeah, just on the corner, right? I want I want to be on the I want to be the low man on the totem pole, yeah, the drug break. You know, yeah. I don't want anything too. I don't want too. Much I, I want to do some smash and grabs at a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I want to be a note passer, bank yeah. robber. Like I want to be that right. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. No, Assassin sounds Shoot fun. Shoot for the stars. Uh, it does. Uh, I always talk about hiring an assassin from Palermo to come and kill people. <laughs> like, that would why, be great. Why Palermo? I don't know. Howard Stern said that one time, I think. <laughs> right? it, it's, in, yeah, it's in private parts. When he wants to have someone kill pig vomit, he's going he's gonna to oh, hire yeah. a, a hitman from Palermo. Pig it looks like a pig. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Pig vomit. <laughs> you gotta think there's lots of killers from Palermo. I mean, well, actually, I think like Sicily, but mm. uh, anyways, yeah. No, I, See, be, I figured yeah. yours would, would like center around like you know, you know, your penchant for uh revenge. For revenge. I did yeah. think of that. Mm. I did think of that. Well, I think that's why I would like that part of the pimp job where I got to beat someone up who took yeah. liberties with one of my hoes. <laughs> You know what I mean? You beat up one of my. It's not really I'm revenge. Gonna, I'm gonna really. Well, I mean, you gotta. I mean, gotta, I guess it could be, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta send a message. You can't let people do that to your hose. No, right? I guess that's no. true. But you then were, also maybe you and Val Venus could beat uh, Draws and Prince Albert in a tag team <laughs> match. Yeah, and they could yeah. be your hose for a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's a deep cut from '90s wrestling. Val Venus. I think I think Vince Russo wrote that episode. <laughs> so, it's a fucking idiot. But um, <laughs> guy's a jackass. Cool. <laughs> Such a clown. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, no, you're right. You know, AJ, you're right. Maybe I should have steered more into the revenge. Hey, you know. Mm. What kind of what kind of criminal get just gets revenge on people? Like what's that? No, I mean, yeah, you're right. But I mean, the the con game is is sort of the elaborate yeah. thing that I'm talking. Like mm. your, your revenge things are like very elaborate. That is true. I definitely yeah. I, I do dig. And deep the con deep. game is very elaborate. There's a, like yeah. there's right. a whole. There are layers to this. You know, there's levels to this. Yeah, yeah right. maybe I mean, maybe maybe all three of us just team up and be like a team of con men. Yeah, we yeah. don't look. We don't look like, any, yeah. yeah, we don't look anything alike, so no one's going to connect us. <laughs> no right. one's going to connect us at all. I mean, I joined a softball team, a whole softball league, just to try to get back at somebody. <laughs> that, I know, that's commitment. That's, that's that commitment. Is. I have nothing else. Enterprise. Well, I have nothing else in my life. Let's be honest. Here, so. <laughs> Except my revenge. I'm like the Count of Monte Cristo. That's all I got. <laughs> all I got is revenge. Yep. Anyways. Ah, fantastic! So, all right. Oh well, we got a couple of movies to, to chat Jim, about. You and Jim Caviezel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyways, um, so we got a couple. We got one that's pretty serious, mm-hmm. super serial, um, and then we have one that's not so serious. So, I think we should start with the serious one first. So, um, yeah. We'll be a AJ, couple beers in by the time we get to the not serious yeah, one, so yeah, that'll be so, fun. AJ, are you, are you going to do it or not? Are you going to be a bitch about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll kick us off. It's... <laughs> and I'll also be a bitch. Well, there you go. Well, well, yeah, they're, well. they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I think... it's fine. I think I can. I think I can juggle both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, do it. Take the first one. Sure. So uh, the first film we're going to talk about tonight is called Reality. It was, uh, I think it's a film that went straight to Max, or at the time it might have been HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, because that changed recently. It came out early this year, early-ish this year. And it's a true account telling um, of um, this girl young lady that uh worked for a a contractor for the nsa and she the you know the fbi show up at her house one day and they're asking her questions about um mishandling of classified documents the rotten tomato uh description says on a saturday afternoon in june 2017 reality winner a 25-year-old in cutoff jeans is confronted at her Georgia home by the FBI. A cryptic conversation begins, and reality's life quickly begins to unravel. Now, what's really interesting about the 83-minute runtime of this film mm-hmm. is that the entire conversation is taken directly from a recorded transcript of an actual conversation that FBI agents had with reality winner who was a former Air Force. Um, she was formerly an Air Force. I don't know what she was in the Air Force. She was an uh, intelligence officer. Yeah, intelligence officer. Sorry, voice, yeah. She spoke a bunch of Pashto and yeah. Farsi and yep. Dari. She spoke all these languages. And that's basically what she was doing for this contractor. Uh, um, you know, doing, like, translating stuff. And uh, that was big. <laughs> 
basically that was her job. She had like high level clearance mm-hmm. and uh, she ended up, this is a true story. She ended up going to jail for four or five years and she ended up now she's, I think till even next year, she's still, uh, they're still watching her. So <laughs> um, the, the uh, reality winner is played by Sydney Sweeney, who I'm not super familiar with, but she was in the show White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Euphoria the, also. And Euphoria, yeah. both on HBO, yeah. right? Both HBO shows. They like her. Yeah. Um, and so I rewatched it today. And on HBO, there's a few um, sort of behind the scenes vignette sort of things, uh, mm-hmm. about four minutes long a piece, like, you know, uh, the sort of making of things. But reality herself is. Um, featured heavily in these uh, little uh, videos that they have. She's interviewed. And as is, of course, Sydney Sweeney and the director, uh, Tina Satter, who has no other credits to her name aside from this. Hmm. The actors playing the FBI agents, I don't know much about them. Josh Hamilton, Marchant, Marchant Davis. Yeah. Um, but it's it's basically a three person show. There's some other people kind of that have small speaking roles, other uh, you know FBI agents that are kind of unnamed. But they get you know they they accost her and then they bring her into uh, her home. There's a lot of like small talk at first. She's pre- sort of pretending. In, I don't know. If she's pretending. She's acting like she doesn't know why they're there. Yeah. And. Uh, then they go into the house, they go into this back room of the house, and then the real conversation, the real interview begins. And uh, that's why I'll sort of leave it off. And do you, what, you guys want to jump in? TW, do you want to jump in and tell me yeah. what you thought of reality? Yeah. So first off, it's um, this, is a rea- this, is a, uh, this is a theme about the two movies tonight. Critics loved it. The audience lukewarm about it. So mm-hmm. uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics, 93. Audience, 63. Um, so this actually was a... I don't know if... I'm sorry if you mentioned this. Uh, it was originally... This was a play written by Tina Satter. I heard about that um, after the fact. Yeah, yes. and then it was made into a movie. And I think... So that's that's kind of how I felt. For me, it wasn't as much a movie as it was performance art. Um, but it was very, very good performance art because yeah. Sydney Sweeney is fucking outstanding in this. I mean, this is could, this potentially could be like a star-making performance for her. I thought she was absolutely fantastic. I, I should have mentioned that. I thought she was yeah. terrific. In this. She, yeah. yeah, she was just really good. And I liked, I liked the idea of the movie. Um, I mean, it's a cool concept. No one's ever done anything like that before. The actual transcript, transcript from an interrogation. That's your script. And like that's that's wild. Do you um, want to talk about what happens when they have to redact stuff in the film? If, which if I, that's that's another thing I thought was super cool. So obviously these are intelligence documents, so they're saying things that are um, that that have to be stricken from the record. So if you any if you ever see one of these intelligence reports, and you'll be like reading things down, and there'll be like a just a black box over things that you can't read. Yeah. So anytime in the movie somebody would say something that was supposed to be classified. They would like literally. They would just disappear from the screen for a minute. It would be like this noise, right. zap, and they would just be fucking gone. And then they'd come back. And I thought, I thought right. that was super cool. I, there was really, I thought there was some really cool aspects of the movie. Um, and I actually thought, like with the FBI, like because they're saying other people's words, 
it made the whole thing really awkward, which I think would made it more realistic because I think that's actually more likely what's going to happen. If you're being interrogated by the FBI, they're not going to be like cool and slick. Like most movies, they're going to be kind of awkward to try to like, because it's, it's actually reality, like the movie. Um, but I can, at the same time, I can see why a lot of people audience didn't like it. It's a bit of a slog at times. Um, I think even after once she exactly found out what she did and she admitted to it, even like the last like 10 minutes just dragged. Like, and I could, I could honestly, a movie that was only 82 minutes could have been like half of that and still be effective. But um, sure. overall, I liked it again. Cool concept. I thought there was some cool stuff going on. And I love Sydney Sweeney. I thought she was great. So I, I thought it was pretty good. So what, what I thought before I get to, to, to DP about this um, and his thoughts so I think a, a film like this where, you know, the, the conversation already took place and they're basically reenacting it, right? That's yeah. what this amounts to, right? And yeah. reenactment exactly. yeah. of something. Um, you really rely on the performances. And of course, as, you know, people that love film as, as we do, you know, we love the different crafts of the film, the cinematography, the production design, the directing, whatever. But here it just really relied on the the body language of Sidney Sweeney and the and the the you know the um the t- the tone she used and the mm-hmm. way she sort of like held herself. And there were a lot of close-ups on her face, mm-hmm. you know, and I think her facial expressions were just I really think she 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 did a great job in this just mm-hmm not just you know delivering her lines but just like emoting and and finding a way into the character into the person you know she found an entrance into the person i thought that was really effective and i I really enjoyed that so sorry dp go ahead she was wonderful yeah yeah uh all right so i'll start off with uh uh the positives and and one of them being yes sydney sweeney i i thought her performance was great um, I think the story is very, very interesting. And one, uh, like, I'm surprised it's not more well-known. Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't even heard the name Reality Winner until I watched this movie. And, like, what happened to this girl is fucking kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, yeah. I realize what she did was, like, you know, against company policy and whatnot, but at the end of the day, all she did was let everyone know the truth. Mm-hmm. And she spent she was sentenced. She had a longer sentence than anyone in history Ever, for that right. same crime. Yeah. Like they fucking railroaded her yeah. over this. They threw and, the book at her. Yeah. And like I said, all she did was let everyone know the truth. And yeah, weirdly, I had never heard about this before seeing this movie. And uh uh, the second half of the movie I started enjoying um, basically when it really got down to her kind of explaining why she did what she did. And it, it almost seems like um, uh, because of the way the interview went, it, it got to the point where she finally relaxed and just started telling them like really the truth and how she felt and all that. Uh, is is when it started getting good, but the first half, I really fuck it. Like I almost shut it off. It it was it's tough. The 
the dialogue is just so shitty and and like i get that they're showing what really happened but uh by doing that uh, all they really did was show how important writers are and how this writer strike should end after watching this movie yeah because god damn it was really hard to get through the beginning of that the dialogue the awkward pauses all that shit just it didn't flow it was boring it, it was kind of annoying and uh, like i i was hating the movie for m- at least the first half but like i said that second half started to pick up and it, and it got better and especially when they kind of started interspersing um you know like uh news footage and other shit that kind of picked the story up a little bit it, it got better and uh, like I said, Sydney Sweeney, great. But man, that first half is really tough to get through. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like I said, I appreciate the effort. Like, I like that they tried something different. Like, they didn't just go, uh, you know, like cookie cutter movie making. This is how we do it and put it out there. They they tried something new. And like I said, the reenactment of this actual conversation that happened it's interesting and it's a i appreciate that but god damn it was boring and it yeah i i i was kind of annoyed yeah dp <laughs> actually first half of this movie actually the only thing yeah i, I agree that it was it was boring the video but the <laughs> only thing but the only thing that kept me hanging on was i was finding so much entertainment out of how stupid the FBI sounded like most of the time at the beginning. <laughs> and I know that the two guys were kind of, pl- the two main guys were kind of playing dumb, but all the yeah. kind of auxiliary people around them were such mm-hmm. idiots. Remember like one point they were like a really like heavy part of the movie. One of the dudes like opened up the door was like, oh, is this another room? Like it was like a <laughs> wicked dramatic part. This dude popped yeah. in. They were like, what the fuck? Like, they yeah. just all seemed like morons. And like that, I found that entertaining. I think that's what got me through the first half of it. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I completely disagree that it was boring even in the first half to me yeah yeah to to me to me so i was appreciating like the craft of it all and the whole story to me there was almost like this like constant like like they were playing like a cat and mouse thing it was like and the the, the fbi agents were like playing dumb of course but Mm -hmm. i think even like sydney sweeney even reality winner was was sort of like she knew what she did. Like she was like acting funny about the the dates and stuff, but she knew what she did. Like yeah. she did, mm. and she, she. They said at, at one point they say they said to her, "Well, you you didn't seem surprised to see us." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Probably my first question, like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Yeah. Right, right. So there was that whole thing. But I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like beginning to end. Like I. I did enjoy all of that, and I thought Sydney Sweeney was just absolutely terrific. Yeah, like, man, she through, was like throughout. For her, it was like I, I. It reminded me of like the whole movie. It was like slowly peeling back an onion. Like she just yeah. kept like showing different layers, like the whole way until finally, like the very end, where she kind of let it all go. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. She's good. She's very very she's good. Excellent. Young. Excellent. She's like she's like twenty five. She's very young. Yeah. Um, She's got, she's, there's, there's something there. She's interviewed in the little uh, mini little videos here uh, on HBO Max. I encourage you to watch them. There's like a lot of 
cool little insider stuff and Sydney Sweeney's interviewed about like, you know, you know, becoming this character and what it took and, and, you know, it's, it's really terrific. So give it a shot, give it a watch if you get a chance on max, but yeah, I definitely didn't mind it. Um, yeah. But like I said, I can see why the audience might not have liked it. Right. Or we're lukewarm mostly right. Like 63 is like, not bad, but right. it's you know right. it's 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 lukewarm. Yeah, it's a little bit of a it's definitely a little bit of a slog at times. Um, yeah. Like I, like yeah. I said, once once it was all out there, that's when I was kind of like, all right, can we wrap it? You know, and then they just kept kind of going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a very very adorable dog. I'll give her that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you bet I bet you liked her cat a lot. Yeah, I did. Cool. I loved the kitty. Yeah, <laughs> looked like Larry except white. <laughs> They obviously it was funny. Like they would, they sort of let out little bits of information along the way. Like they knew our AR fifteen was pink, different yeah, things yeah, like that. They'd yeah. already known. They already knew enough about her. You know, like they knew these little things about her. Um, yeah, yeah. So I it's love, interesting. I did love all like the awkward laughs and shit. Like when they were like trying to talk. Mm, yeah. a lot of dog lovers here, and they were just all like awkwardly giggling. It was just. Yeah, there's this one scene where they end up showing the transcript too, where um, the actor says that perfectly. Like you read it, and he's saying it, and he's like stammering over a part where they ask her about when she uh, got out of the air force or whatever. There's like this Mm -hmm. whole thing, and they show it in the transcript, and he keeps starting and stopping his sentences. Because he can't yeah, quite see, get it. I thought the actor did a great job with that. Uh, I fucking hated that. It, it's like just you know, like oh, I loved. That. I don't know when I'm watching a so movie. I, I, yeah, I, that was cool, man. I yeah, just thought it was I, different. I, it bothered. I, I thought it was different too, but, but I, I mean, hated it. But when you yeah. think, yeah, no. But when you think about it, DP, like that's uh, a tough fucking task for an actor to take on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? so, I I admire the craft. Oh, of yeah. yeah. I, I do, too. I just thought I found it so fucking boring. And yeah, yeah. like I uh, it was annoying. But but I like I said, I appreciate it. I like what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy it. Like imagine it, actually it, it bored me. imagine actually seeing this as a play. Like, I think I would have loved it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, remember we were talking about going to uh, Merrimack. Merrimack again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they'd have played, if they played at a small theater, some I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah. It, me and AJ saw fucking Glen Gary Glen Ross there, and it was, it was yeah, brilliant. So yeah, I mean, I think th- those types of movies like reality, like Glen Gary Glen Ross, where it's that dialogue heavy. I mean, I think that I think most likely this this movie was probably far more effective as a play as performance art. I'd love to um, see it as a play. It's I I would definitely go see it. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I I know I I get it DP. I really do and there were definitely moments where I was kind of hitting that fucking 10 second button on HBO Max like fucking let's go. Yeah, come on. Get through um, I was shit. definitely yeah. doing that. Um but overall I I really yeah, like you said I I, I the effort is appreciated here. Mm. It's different and I like I like different. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I definitely so. like when you take a swing like that and you, you put that on, on the screen. Like I, yeah, I, I like big true. swings. I just felt this one was a miss. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. It, it annoyed me too much. And it, it, it really made me appreciate writers mm-hmm. <laughs> and like actual dialogue and how it, it's, you know, difficult to make 
uh, you know, dialogue entertaining because when it's just normal people having a normal conversation, it's boring as shit. It takes like, you know, immense talent to be able to have right. conversations that people find entertaining right. and then, you know, like recording them and putting them out as a podcast. We get it. We, we get where you go. We it, get where you go. Oh, we, oh, okay. we picked it up. You got it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I figured the road you were going out pretty early there. But uh no, AJ, no, I did. I it's uh I, I do appreciate the uh the recommendation. I liked it. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah. It, for a movie, that's I did watch minutes, it again today. Just to for a movie that's myself back up. To Eighty-two it. minutes about one thing. It's it's heavy. Um. So, but uh, again, uh, I'm excited to see what Sydney, Sydney Sweeney does next. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. We got to keep her our eye on her. Good. Uh, it's speaking of heavy. It, can we also just talk about the what she's in? I mean, she went away for really sending this document document to a new news agency. Yeah. <clears throat> and she was arrested. And what was it like two days later? People in the Senate were reading from this document yeah. it, for all the public to hear. So she gets arrested and sent to jail for something that became public two days later. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's insane that she got screwed so hard on this. And again, like, I know what they, what, what was it? Uh, uh, the reason why it was sensitive, like whatever methods and whatever that yeah, sources and methods, sources yeah, and yeah, methods, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which really are there that many sources and methods that she gave away with that? That seemed like a trumped up bullshit thing, just totally to trumped over. Up. Yeah, and and that bothered me. Like, like this girl, all she again, I I'll say it again. All she did was let the public know the truth. You know, and I she. Did, Got screwed I did, for it. I did read this thing about her too that like when she was growing up, her dad was like very like uh conspiracy theory heavy. Um mm-hmm. like, so she she grew up with a lot of that. And I think, you know, obviously in that moment when she did what she did, there was I mean, it was shit was heavy around here at that time, which kind of spurred her into that, into her doing that. But um yeah, the the fucking sentence was outrageous. I mean, like yeah. Was that she go to trial and she accept that in a plea? Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's not like she released the nuclear codes or something. Uh, I'm, you happy, know? I'm she's... happy she's out. She's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Borderline reality winner. Borderline can get it. Oh, no, borderline. borderline. Okay. Yeah. She, I mean, she can get it. She, they show her Instagram. CrossFit. She's quite all right. Sydney. Oh yeah, yoga. Sydney Sweeney can get it. Holy shit! Boy, then you should definitely watch those uh, behind the scenes videos. Yeah, she gets interviewed in them, and she looks terrific. You should watch the movie The Voyeurs on Amazon Prime. She's in that. Oh yeah, and yeah, you you can figure it out from the title. Oh, (laughs) hello. (laughs) Well, anyways, all right, all righty. Quick star rating, AJ. Yeah, for me, I, I, so I'm definitely hotter, the hottest on this out of the three of us. Um, I really, it's a solid four out of five for me. I really, really like this movie. I know I, as much as I understand where like DP's coming from with the, you know, appreciating like original writing and stuff, I just, I just really, really love the craft of this. And the tension that built throughout. So for me, and I watched it again today, and to me, 
I liked it just as much, if not more. So, yeah, it's solid for me, four out of five. Yeah, I see. I would say if it wasn't for Sydney Sweeney, I probably would have said like two and a half. But I honestly think she bumps this thing up a full point for me. So I'll say like three and a half for me on this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for me, the the swing they took was such a big one. It brings it up from a two to a two and a half. Okay. And that's yeah. where I'm at. I'm, I'm at two and a half on this one. Wow. Big range here. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the IMDB rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. A big swing here. So I'm definitely with the critics. Yeah. 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 Kind of in the middle, but yeah, three and a half is actually closer to critics. But Mm. I thought that was all right. Yeah. Anyways. Well, we did two movies, right? We certainly did. Hey Dan, didn't we do another movie this week? We we certainly did, Tim. (laughs) How did you know that? The new walking is out. Here's your crate article. Putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, folks. That's an inside joke. But yeah. uh, all right. Um, yeah, we did do another movie this week. TP, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you talk about it? All right. Talk about so, it for yes. a fucking hour now. Hour <laughs> back. Get it. Um, so the other movie we are going to uh, discuss is, has been, at least for the past week, the number one movie on Netflix. Uh also happens to be Adam Sandler's highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It is called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Mm. Uh, it stars basically Adam Sandler's whole family <laughs> and Adina Menzel. <laughs> it's yeah, Adam Sandler's two daughters, uh, his wife, again, Adina Menzel, who I believe played his wife in Uncut Gems as well, right? I'm pretty sure his wife was the in in this movie. His wife is, isn't it Jackie? No, Sandler? but Ad- Adina Adina Menzel. No, his the... wife in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is played yeah, by yeah, Adina Menzel. Yes, so, yeah. she, in Uncut Gems, she hated his guts. Remember? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uncut Gems. Gems. I see that. We've been on the internet. That's you know the thing. That yeah, everybody, everybody knows that. Gems. This one's starting to go already. All right. Oh boy! I thought I think it was gonna. I actually <laughs> thought it was gonna take a little longer, but it's starting to go. Hey, all right. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Right. And can I just say really quick, if we are gonna talk about Jackie Sandler, holy mm-hmm. shit, Adam Sandler, he got it done. Yeah. That oh, broad yeah. is fucking. All right. Anyways. Definitely. Yeah. Fighting above his weight class. There. <laughs> yeah, he punched it uphill. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, yes, the movie You Are So Not Invited to Buy Bob Mitzvah. Uh, quick summary. Uh, Stacy and Lydia are BFFs who've always dreamed about having epic bat mitzvahs. However, things start to go comically awry when a popular boy and middle school drama threatens their friendship and their rite of passage. Uh, and so... It, like we're saying at the start, very, very different movies. Uh, the one we just yeah. talked about decided to try something new and went with different. This movie is very basic. I mean, yeah, it yeah. is like cookie cutter kind of coming of age tale movie. But for me, it fucking worked perfectly. Like it, it, it I knew everything that was coming. Yeah, I still laughed throughout the whole thing. Um, I am shocked 
at how good his kids are. Like they they were very believable in their roles. They their performances were good. Um, the jokes were funny. Uh, so I'll tell you, Sarah Sherman. Uh, she plays a rabbi. Rabbi Sarah was that her name? Uh, but yeah, she plays a rabbi, and she completely fucking seals the show in this movie. She is hilarious. Um, uh, all the way through, it's yeah, very typical coming of age movie, but very very funny. I laughed. I enjoyed it. I I thought it was, uh, you know. Different in some aspects with, you know, kind of going with younger girls and, you know, slightly different scenarios. But still, it totally worked for me. I had fun watching it. I would definitely recommend it to other people. I would say don't expect to see an Adam Sandler movie Mm -hmm. because he's really not much. He's not in it much. He's very much kind of a kind of background guy. He's there here and there, but he's definitely not the focus of the movie. His daughter is, and I found her very fucking charming and entertaining. And her friend Lydia was great. Um, and and overall, I I found it very fun. Uh, AJ, how about you? How, how did you feel about your so not invited to my bot mitzvah? So unfortunately, Adam Sandler was in the background here because I thought <laughs> if he was in this more, it certainly would have made me laugh more because I think he was one of the funnier aspects of this film mm-hmm. when he appeared. Like the scene where he cut at the movie theater, he comes out with his robe on. Right. Yeah. Out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like he's just like old dad, like yeah. energy, yeah. right? Are we fucking sleeping in the store? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why like they didn't do enough of that, maybe. They didn't mm-hmm. I don't know. It almost felt like yes, the daughter did most of the heavy lifting. Uh, throughout and she wasn't bad um i just didn't find like that piece of the story all that entertaining to me i did think sarah sherman saturday night live sarah sherman yeah uh was really funny she's Mm -hmm. a fucking lunatic that woman (laughs) yeah just on saturday night live she's super funny there and I thought she did a good job i thought the adults were up to the task here and the daughter the daughters were fine um, so I'm a little mixed on this. Like I didn't really resonate with, you know. Obviously, I'm not Jewish. We're not Jewish, so I, like mm-hmm. that whole rite of passage with the bat mitzvah. And these people are like very well to do. They're throwing these lavish bat mitzvah parties, like mm-hmm. constantly. It feels like every time they turn around, every weekend there's another bat mitzvah party um, with like that weird DJ guy, <laughs> DJ Shmuley. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm a little mi- I'm a little mixed. There was some funny stuff and it had some potential, but mm-hmm. uh, some of the stuff fell flat for me with the with the with the main story that was going on that was being mm-hmm. so. But yeah. you know, there was some funny stuff there, and I wish like I wish Adam Sandler was in there more, do more. more funny stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I think he's good when he's not sort of in charge. It's not like a Happy Madison thing. And he's in a film that somebody else is in charge of. I think mm-hmm. he does a good job. You know what I mean? He's. I think he's a yeah. decent actor. He can perform. He can do his thing. You right. know? And I think here they could have used him a little bit more. Yeah. Understandable. Um, a real quick left turn before TW tells us his thoughts on the movie. Uh, quick question. Have 
either one of you two been to a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah? Yeah. You have? AJ, have you? I don't remember if I went to D's. Yeah, I, I, I know I didn't because I've only been to one. But yeah, I, I had, I had Josh several, Rubin's bar mitzvah. I don't think I've been to one. I had several yeah. Jew friends. Yes, in, he uh, did. So I figured you must have. But AJ I went bet. to Catholic school, so I assumed he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't fans of Jews. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to three actually. I went to wow. so okay. So is it if it's a bar mitzvah? It's a boy, a bat mitzvah. Yes. Yes. So right, I went right, to exactly. two bar mitzvahs yeah. and one bat mitzvah. So oh wow, All right. yeah. Okay. yeah, I've been to just the one. It was a uh, Josh Rubin's bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I won okay. the limbo contest. Thank you very much. That's not surprising. <laughs> I probably would have gone to another one if, if if Dan hadn't, you know, broken Brett Feldman's arm with a baseball bat. You know? <laughs> oh shit! You did do that. He was pissing me off. Feldman was a Jew. What a shock! <laughs> but yeah, he was really annoying. I was I hit him with man, the baseball bat. I was bat. I was I was I was like front of the line for an invite to that thing until that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, that's the yeah, that is definitely my bad. Yeah, I apologize, AJ. <laughs> and uh, the zero percent chance Brett Feldman is listening to this, Brett. <laughs> I am sorry. No, I, I was a kid, I was angry. No, you're, not, you're not sorry, uh, uh, because not, you said you were not, sorry and then immediately made excuses. So I said I was sorry and I meant it. <laughs> yeah, let's see anybody twisting your arm. I said, twisted your arm to Munson. <laughs> Mm. All right. All right. So that being yeah. said, TW, your thoughts yeah. on this film? I fucking hated it. I'm gonna be wow. honest with you. I All really right. fucking hated it. Um, and I wanted to like it. Uh, and by the way, like I said, there's a theme of this Rotten Tomato: 97 percent from the critics, 67 from the audience. Yeah. Um, 40 point. Uh, excuse me, 30 point swing, just like reality. Um, I will say, I actually, the two girls that played like her secondary friends, mm-hmm. I thought those two girls were funny. And yes. then I, you know, the like secondary the friends, yeah, like the redhead yeah, the girl with the glasses. Oh, okay. Kept yeah, shaving okay. the wrong place. I thought you were going to say the older sister and her. So she was funny too, and I liked Zara, the that friend. I thought they were yeah. funny as well. Outside of that, I don't know. I found nothing funny. It wasn't poignant. Did you think they should have used Adam Sandler more? Yeah, absolutely. That's always a good idea. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, especially when you get a bunch of fucking amateurs in there, and you, you use a stud like Adam Sandler. I mean, it's. Have you got? We'll get into other Adam Sandler movies in a minute, but um, sure. I agree, I disagree with you about that rabbi. I thought she was fucking insufferable. Oh um, wow, really? Yeah, I thought she just this slap she happy, slap happy fucking idiot that never left Jewish summer camp. Um, <laughs> I, I just it was cringy for me this whole movie. When it was over, I felt like I was just I just left some left some uncomfortable gathering somewhere. Like it was just like weird. I had this weird feeling. Yeah, like the it, bo- it, the boy they were chasing after he was fucking. Yeah, he, oh, he was the worst. He was a douche. Yeah, he was a tool, right? And, um, and again, and, and it was one of those things where like you saw it coming. Like he was the douche, the Mateo, the the yeah. nice one that she didn't care about. You knew at the end she was going to get with him. Like oh, everything did she? was so obvious. Is that what happened at the end? I shut it off. Oh, you should. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, oh good for Mateo. I didn't mind him. He was all right. Um. Yeah. He seemed a, a lot younger than the rest of them. Though. Yeah, yeah, he looked like. But, he but as the <laughs> smallest kid in my class every year, uh, I I can. He looked. He looked that. about yeah. ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know what my was, curse? You know what was bothering me in the movie too was every single parent's complete indifference to everything going on. Mm. Yeah, they the didn't they, know what was going on with their daughters, just, and everyone, for the most part, other than when Adam Sandler 
went off on the daughter, the daughter that when she kissed that idiot behind the curtain there. And then uh, mm-hmm. he dragged her out to her bar mitzvah. Like he was like, again, he was one getting it done, but like all the other parents were just completely like, just meh. Yeah. Just didn't give a fuck living in their multi-million dollar homes. Is that what Jewish life is now? Just party to party rich, you know, in, mm-hmm. somewhere, somewhere in New York, wherever that was. Yeah, I, upstate I, New York. I don't know where it was. It just, Westchester, or, yeah. Westchester. Yeah. I guess if you're like a 13 year old girl, you might love this movie. That or that or a Jewish, yeah. pedo- like a a Jewish pedophile. One of those two things. But no, no, no. I, I just, think you're right. It, it was just, uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. It was just nothing about it that there was nothing. Again, there was nothing new about it. It was all the same. Yeah. You knew it was going to happen. And, and let's be honest, the girls really weren't that hot. So. Yeah. Whoa. No. Whoa. Well, no, I just dis- I disagree there. It's, but, um... it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny. We're all kind of saying similar things, except some some of us liked it. Some of no, us didn't. It, but I, it, I think DP's saying the same sort of thing as you is. It's cookie cutter. It's like very cookie cutter. Yeah, it's super cookie cutter. And like when remember when they ended up playing that video at uh oh the, god, the you saw that shit coming to my oh yeah. god, and like, yeah, why did you get all... happening? I was like, she oh, get all pissed. God. I was kind of like, they were just having fun. I just, yeah, yeah, I just at, that, <laughs> at the moment, you know what I mean? In yeah, the, the, you know, you ruined my bat mitzvah. Now I'm gonna forgive you because you spent a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, well, well, but that's well, what it boiled down well, to. Well, mm, mm. Juice. <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> I mean, Mark, on the time, I might have to edit that out. No yeah. cut, cut that out. Cut, hey, GP, cut that out and post. Yeah, okay. she, was, she was on a protected class anymore, let's be honest. <laughs> but, They're not? But, like I said, Jackie Sandler, holy shit. Did you see her when she was standing in the doorway when she was talking to the other mom? Mm-hmm. She had, like, that, like, fucking half-cut that bitch is in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck him, fuck him, dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck him, girl. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Holy God, she's hot. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I thought the older sister was funnier. Um, and yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Adam Sandler, they should have used him more. Like, remember, like, the scene where Zara called them by their first names? He's like, if you ever call me that again, like, that was, like, that was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. Because yeah. um, he's, funny, like, he's oh, a you're funny saying, dude. Yeah. Uh, you, you're saying. I'm being so crazy is gaslighting. Huh? No, it isn't. <laughs> I think that's gaslighting. <laughs> no, he's good. He's he's really good. I don't know. I, I think right. he's they he, underutilized the dude, which is dumb. He was in the film. Use him more. It was probably his idea. You know, he yeah, his kids get the spotlight. Like, he wanted his daughters, daughters to have the spotlight, and they're fine. Shine. They're yeah. fine. They're fine. I thought they I mean, were pretty good. Yeah, they'll be all right. I thought they were more than fine. I thought they oh, were good. good. They weren't yeah, amazing, right. but they were good. They're fine. Um, yeah. <clears throat> that, that kid, that kid with the Jew fro, I could have done without him. Oh, um, was so annoying. What was his name? Andy. Andrew. Andy Goldfarb. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, although he did have a couple of funny moments, like with his grandma, that was funny. When they, when they, when they, when they flip yeah. off the camera. The, when yeah. they flip yeah. off the camera. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you saw where he got it from. <laughs> yeah. Say, like, I just got 21. Get it, Grandma. Like, yeah, that guy was that. Anyway, he had a couple of moments, but overall, he was just like, man, this is yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just, I really, really disliked it. I really uh, had. Really it made me laugh fair. and I had fun watching it. So I fair. wanted let's, to. Let's throw some ratings out there. Man. All right. Uh, uh, I'll kick it off. 
I give it like three and a half. Mm. Yeah, three and a quarter to three and a half, right in that range. You know, not amazing, but worth watching. You know, it's good. It's not mm. bad. It's good. And it's certainly not great, but yeah, it, it's worth it. So I'll go All three right. and a half. All right. I said I was mixed, so I'll go two and a half. So I would have given this a one, but uh, Adam Sandler's robe bumped it up a whole point for me. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a two out of Like, five. that's fucking hilarious. He's wearing the robe <laughs> at the movie theater? Right in front of all of her friends. Right? <laughs> Kisses her on the head. Like, hey. Why does he wear a robe to the movie theater? It's cold in there. He's going to go get the blanket out of the truck. Yeah, it's, cozy, it's a cozy vibe at the movie theater. Can you imagine that? <laughs> the and they're rich as shit. They probably just, you know, they, they bought. Yeah, I don't the give a fuck. There. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did too. Love the like the older sister and her friend Zara. How like when, when they're in that one bat mitzvah and they're watching like uh, I, I think it or something. They're watching it. The new it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the two guys come behind them like, oh, that's cool. Have you ever seen Evil Dead Two? And like, yeah, uh, whatever, go away. And then like the next scene. They're watching Evil Dead too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was funny. Those those bitches were funny. I, I liked them. Yeah, they they were all right. The rest of the people, meh. Yeah. You know, I really and, and I gotta take a minute too. What was the girl's name that played his wife? Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. She might have been the worst character in the movie, and I like her for the most part. Mm. Loved her in Uncut Gems. In this movie, she was just very meh. You liked her in what? Uncut gems. <laughs> How do you say it? Gems. Uh, <laughs> it's like four syllables. What was, what, what was the name John Travolta called her at that award show when he introduced her? <laughs> uh, it was so not Adina Menzel, but <laughs> Adele Dezim or something. Yeah, like well. That. But it I really was uh, way off. Yeah, I, I think it was I, Adele Dezim. Yeah, she, funny uh, color. <laughs> she didn't. I don't know. I I, I like nothing about her in this movie. It was just bad. But anyways, yeah, I'll stop shooting. At least in Uncut Gems, she was intentionally hateable. You know, yeah, like she was supposed to be shitty. So what's the name of the movie? Uncut Gems. <laughs> Oh my god, look that up on TikTok, people, if you haven't seen yeah. that. All right. Um Marky, do you have anything to say about this movie? I love little children. Oh my god. Do you Marky, know? Oh, there was plenty, plenty of them in the film, Mark. Can we talk about how much he would have fucking hated this movie? Oh my god. Oh I Jesus. Hate... I don't know. Marky, what do you think of the girls? All right. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Marky. Whoa. That is un called for ooh, ooh. i love little children marky I, we, we know it. that marky we already knew that about you that established <laughs> anything else marky uh, it's totally out of context but yeah. okay. <laughs> why would you say that at this point marky? yeah it's basically all he's got I mean, <laughs> we're running out of lines fam <laughs> We got be cool, honey, buddy. (laughs) I think he has something to say about dicks and pussies. Yeah, uh, you got anything to say about that, Margie? Keep that big dick away from my good (laughs) pussy. Oh, goodness. Uh, Anything else, Margie? Uh, 
I under figured the weather pick of the week. I was that's, I was thinking about that one. <laughs> under the weather pick of the week. Uh, my Mark must be drinking. Yeah. I'm starting to get a little tipsy. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> AJ was getting tipsy with Marky. I'm a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> now we get why you're saying Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tracks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I'm what do you think he's with you there? What do you think he's doing right now? Uh maybe going swimming. Her sploosh. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going for right there. You read my mind. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Mm, bring favorite, it. I just don't even think about it. Favorite Adam Sandler movie? AJ, what is it? Happy Gilmore. See, I feel that way too. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. It's got to be the best Adam Sandler movie, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as comedy, it's my favorite. Yeah. Have you, you guys, have you guys? I, I give yeah. Billy Madison second. Yeah. Water. Well, no, maybe not even Waterboy third, but yeah. Waterboy's up there, though. I, I know people hate it. I, I hate I, the Waterboy. I love Waterboy. T.W. loves Big Daddy. I do, actually. That, oh, such an underrated one. You and know, Mr. I, a good one. And Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds is awful. Oh, so good. Um, but it's got some of the more outrageous fucking Sandler shit. Like, remember him and, like, John McEnroe getting into some whole thing in that? And remember when he beats the shit out of those people in the in the in the in that real fancy there's, restaurant. There's one yeah. I haven't. There's one I haven't <laughs> seen, but somebody showed me a scene from it. Um, it's, it's it's probably it's probably horrible, and I'm sure you, maybe you've seen it. Tw mm. like who's your boy or who's that's my oh, boy. That's, that's my, my boy. boy. It's terrible. I hate that fucking movie <laughs> so much. It's so bad. It's as bad as Little Nicky. It, it him and Andy Samberg. No, Andy Sandberg's fine in it. I, I enjoyed right? it. Which that has potential. <laughs> I enjoyed Sandberg, it. Yeah, no, Sandberg's fine in it. It, it. You know, the problem with that one is Adam Sandler. That one is just stupid. Mm. But, uh, but did you guys any? Did you guys see the one that came out last year with Sandler, that basketball movie, Hustle? No. I have not watched it's it. It's actually fantastic. It's it's the kid that the Celtics had um, a couple of years ago. Tall kid from, fuck, he was European white kid but oh um, fuck i remember i can't remember his name at the moment right but yeah yeah her hers no he is a long ass name so, um is he not with the nba anymore or? he's he might be kicking around so he didn't yeah. last long with the celtics mm-hmm. but um it's actually a very very good movie highly rated to sandler just plays like he's like a scout an nba scout yeah I, i've been meaning to see it's it, good so. it's 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 very good um, I would definitely, I definitely recommend. Tell you when it's, it's not when he's outside that Happy Madison thing. I think he can actually be a good actor. I just feel like when he's himself, he's good. And when he tries to play characters, it gets a little off. Other than Billy Madison, you know, like uh, you know, like yeah, like little Nicky and the Water Boy and fucking that's my boy and all that shit. But um, he's uh, yeah, I like Sandler. I wish he do some more. Where I, just, I tell you, the stuff where he just packs it with his friends, like grown ups or whatever. Yeah, um, which I can't. Right. I I I I probably watched it uh more than ten times now. Fifty first dates is mm. so rewatchable. So <laughs> that is actually very entertaining, a man. Far more popular movie than I knew because when I was putting together that rom com tournament, right. that's mm-hmm. it's actually always it's, on, on it on came up a lot, right? All the time. Fun, it's so rewatchable. Not bad. It's really yeah. not bad. I, I dig it. I think it's a good one. And by the that basketball player you're thinking of, uh, 
Wancho Hernan Gomez. See, I started saying her. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, 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 yeah. That dude. Um, good looking dates. Kid. I think I, I definitely saw it, but I, I don't know. We we keep you know what we keep forgetting. Speaking of fifty first dates, is wedding singer. Wedding oh yeah, wedding singer is brilliant. That's a yeah. killer Sandler. Yeah, that's, right that's your name's going to be Julia Gulia. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's fuck. That's up there too, right? Like that mm. might. That's probably a close third behind Billy Madison, maybe. Yeah, or even second. Like that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And him and Drew Barrymore there, like teaming up for the. That's their first team up there, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think Fifty First Dates came afterwards. Right, right, so. right. You know, a lot of people too like that one he did with um, was it him and Jack Nicholson, the Anger Management? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. with that one. I just couldn't. yeah, that one didn't. Yeah, that, that one kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, I didn't like it. Not there, yet. there was actually like a a spinoff TV show with Charlie Sheen called Anger Management. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, better than the movie. Like the the TV that. show wasn't bad. Because it was right at that time where mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen had just been fired from Two and a Half Men and just came off the whole Tiger Blood, you know, winning thing that he did. Um, and amazing. yeah, and then he was in that show. So when people tuned in and it wasn't bad. It, DP, it was DP, better than the movie. There's a rumor going around, though, that actually mm. your favorite Adam Sandler movie is Jack and Jill. Oh my God. Can you speak to that? That is completely unfounded and completely untrue. Mm, you um, sure? That that is fake news. You, you probably sure? heard it from CNN or MSNBC mm-hmm. or um the Intercept. The, yeah, the Intercept. So so <laughs> can can I ask, back. can I ask you guys because I haven't I haven't seen this movie, but you know it's from a director that I really love, but it's a Sandler series from punch drunk love yeah so i've seen it i've seen it yeah i I I watched it recently right before we did the pta episode i saw it and i remember i saw that movie in the theaters when it came out um (laughs) what it what it um it's it's good but it's weird Mm -hmm. um really weird it it is it's paul it's a paul thomas anderson movie right that's what yeah 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 so yeah um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's fucking brilliant in it. Oh, uh, he's amazing. Really yeah. small role, but he's brilliant in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's good. It's, 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 uh, yeah. I'd have to watch it. I really it. liked it. Yeah, uh, no, I thought good. it was yeah, I need to check. I need to check it out. I just haven't. Yeah, I forget the girl's name that's in it with him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, no, it's, it's, it's a, it's a solid, I guess it, I wouldn't call it a rom com, but it's definitely like a romantic flick. Um, Mm-hmm. I think it's one of Sandler's first somewhat serious roles. It definitely was like working yeah. for a legit director, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. for like yeah, a, you know, yeah. And he's just he just plays a guy who's just so fucking down on his luck and beaten down in life. He's got this what he's got like seven older sisters that all treat him like shit, and like mm-hmm. and he just beats this girl and he falls in love. It's just I don't, I don't want to bury the lead on you, but um. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. It's good. Okay, good flick. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised you haven't seen it. I know. I know. I. It's, I mean, I. I. I put it off for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so I have to check to see where. Yeah, I remember. Um, <clears throat> I remember hearing an interview with Adam Sandler about that, and, um, 
him saying like he was saying how uh Paul Thomas Anderson like had reached out to him about being in it and he initially didn't believe it was actually Paul Thomas Anderson like no come on he's he's not actually asking me to be in this movie right, right, yeah and, and then once he actually got in touch with Paul Thomas because he was a huge fan already of Paul Thomas Anderson and when he finally got in contact he's like I I'm afraid I'm not good enough to be in your movie. And Paul Thomas Anderson like talked him into it and said, you know what, dude, you're, you've got it. I want you in my movie. I trust you. And yeah, punch drunk love Love came out and it was fucking his, his, he might've been questioning himself a little bit because the movie he did before punch drunk love was Mm -hmm. he, he was uh, a side character in uh, Rob Schneider's the animal. Oh, Jesus. Um, So that (laughs) might've, Oh Rob God. Schneider is the stapler. Remember that one? That's so funny. But uh, uh, so he might have been questioning his career at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. and then before that, he did Little Nicky. So he might have been yeah. like, look, I had my run. Probably, yeah, probably over. going down. And yeah, then well, not for nothing. Paul Thomas Anderson probably saved his fucking career by I, giving yeah. him that role. So, um, I yeah, it's a good flick, AJ. I like it. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I, what, I what, year, what year was that? Oh, one maybe. Hold on, I got oh one ninety nine. Oh two. Oh two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty one years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I randomly I saw the I saw. I remember seeing the trailers for it. I'm like, oh, I want to check it out. I went to the theaters. I forget who I saw it with, but uh, yeah, liked it. I I, I've watched it a few times since. So it's nowhere. I mean, you can rent it places. No, it's no Jack and Jill that DP loves. Do you know uh, that year at the Golden Raspberries, Adam Sandler won Best Actor and Best and Actress? Best Actress, yeah. <laughs> Jack and Jill. <laughs> amazing. Oh, there was another one that's bad called a Click. Have you guys seen that? Oh, it's oh, horribly. Hassle off in that. Yeah. Horribly. Oh, God. And he was he did the Longest Yard remake. Well, he and... also did that. I didn't hate that, though. It wasn't that's... bad. Yeah. It's not nearly as good as the original, but uh, I'm just looking at his rotten tomatoes. Well, uh, you're gonna yeah. run into one called Funny People. Remember, everyone thought that was gonna be like the most funny movie. It was like him and Seth Rogen, and he plays like yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like was... Adam McKay or no, uh Judd Apatow, right? I think it might have been an Apatow flick. Hey, yeah. it's 69% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not bad, it's just it's depressing. Uh, it gets it gets depressing, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's not bad. It's not bad. There's definitely uh, he plays like a washed up comic, and then like Seth Rogen is like an upcoming comic, and he's like Seth Rogen's like opening him. For, so like when they're doing stand up, like Seth Rogen's shit's great, and you know Adam mm-hmm. Sandler's kind of like going, but it's it's uh, mm-hmm. it's not bad, not bad. Yeah, so obviously Sandler's a mixed bag, but I I feel like recently he's found some stuff like with you know directors that yeah you know actually are making good films and they they want him in them and you know i think he's done a good job right he's not just serviceable i think he's a good act he could be a good actor i'm telling you hustle what he wants to be yeah he's in um another one he's coming out with one that's supposed to be big hold on wait for it oh yeah yeah yeah. space man he is in um, a movie coming up with it's him and Paul Dano, Carrie Mulligan, Isabella Isabella Rossellini. Um, it is. I'll give you the premise, boys, if you'd like. 
Mm, I would as like. an astro- as an astronaut sent to the edge of the galaxy to collect mysterious ancient dust finds his earthly life falling to pieces, he turns to the only voice who can help him try to put it back together. It just so happens to belong to a creature from the beginning of time lurking in the shadows of his ship. Hmm. It's called what? Uh, Spaceman. Oh, that's not... Must be on IMDb because there's nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. Where'd you find that? I, uh, Wiki. Wikipedia. Oh, Wiki. Okay. But uh, yeah. but you, your boy Channing Tatum's producing it. Um, and Paul Dano's in it. Anytime Paul Dano's in anything these days, fucking go see it. Who now, there? Yeah, I keep seeing um, I keep seeing a trailer for um, Dumb Money. That look. That's Paul the GameStop thing. Yeah, game yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I, I went to uh, a that's double supposed to be coming out. I went to a double feature this morning. BTW. I saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You mayhem. That was oh. okay. There's a new one. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Bottoms, okay. which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and Dumb Money was a trailer uh, for Bottoms. Yeah, that uh, it's supposed to be. That's um, supposed to be really interesting. Yeah, it's Paul Dano. So mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen and uh, um, Nick Offerman is in it. Pete too. Davidson. Pete Davidson's in it. It comes out September 22nd, so just a few weeks. Yeah. Um. Uh, two two more quick Adam Sandler things. Uh, yeah. uh, another one in production, apparently, like according American to IMDb. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers. Are oh, I did. I again. did hear that. What's that called, DP? Say it. The it, 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 doesn't have a title yet. Yeah, untitled Safdie Adam brothers Sandler project. Safdie okay. brothers. Yes, project, I, so. I did see that too. I think I can find my yeah. list. And his um, last comedy special that came out on Netflix. Yeah. Called 100% Fresh. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Fucking brilliant. Oh, it's amazing. It is so insanely funny. It's like him doing stand up mixed in with songs from from a few different. Oh, he sets. does. Yeah. yeah, he yeah, does yeah. songs in it too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it is fucking hilarious. Does he pull out, he pull out any of the classics? Because no, it's no, all they're, they're all, it's all the new, new ones. Yeah, no, okay. uh, at a medium pace. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So I am a huge fan of like the recorded. Oh, you know, Adam those Sandler first CDs. couple of albums. Yeah, they're hey, all going to laugh at hey, you. Hey man, I'm joining a religious cult. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like we're all fans of that stuff, but like the songs he did a. I don't know. If, was it HBO where he did a. Uh, a concert with with like the red mm-hmm. sweatshirt and yeah you know yeah, he did a oh, bunch yeah. of that like stuff. the Thanksgiving yeah. song and all that yeah yeah, yeah the Hanukkah song and like all that yeah mm-hmm. yeah I so love his last Netflix piece of shit car like that <laughs> yeah and it is hilarious yeah but if, he, if he, you haven't seen it check it out it's called hundred yeah. percent fresh and he mixes in some just Amazing. some regular comedy set too which stand is up good. stuff yeah, yeah it's okay really good. yeah I've seen it too it's Netflix you said. Yeah, yeah. It, start, it starts okay. a little slow. It starts a little slow, mm. and you're kind of like, what's going on with this? Yeah. And then it, it, it picks up. Uh, the way it's set up, it's mm. kind of recorded from a bunch of different performances. Yeah. And it starts off with the performances from, like, small clubs when he was just working out the material mm-hmm. and builds up till he got to theaters and was doing, like, yeah. full-fledged shows, so... Yeah, it, like it's, said, great the beginning, love, it, it's a little see. rough, but it's kind of meant to be. It's kind of yeah. showing how he went from, you know, the beginnings of the yeah. idea all the way up to bringing it to theaters. So yeah. I'd love to see other awesome. I'd, I'd love to see that framework with other comics. 
like mm, doing stuff like that, that because a lot of comics they'll do that like Carlin used to do that right like you yeah. go to small ass places and work out mm-hmm. his his shit before that... he came did jamming in New York you know what I mean exactly yeah there's a Dave Attell special on one of the um one of the streaming I love, services I, that... I love that man but he does it's the same thing they show him from a, a few different clubs but I don't it never really builds up to anything big, but it is a it's a bunch of performances from a lot of different places. One of the funniest men in the world. Yeah, yeah he's well, a dude that should have been able to build up to something big. Yeah. He is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, one of the best joke writers out there. AJ guys, and I guy, the guy's a gem. AJ and I yeah. saw him one night um at the at the oddball comedy tour. So he was surrounded by like Louis C.K. and like so, so he was so the funniest man. guy of the night. I do the Hannibal, like Bur- Hannibal Burris was there. Yeah, Gerard Carmichael, Louis C.K., Brett Morin, Sarah Silverman, fucking Amy Schumer. Oh my God, yeah, I didn't um, even mention her, but but Dave Attell, was dude, he was the man. But he was funnier than Louis C.K. that night. Yeah. I mean, I'm way sure funnier, not always, but yeah, he, and he didn't even jerk off in front of anybody. That yeah, night. <laughs> unfortunately, right? But no, no, he didn't. That was the night, AJ. If you remember, Sarah Silverman asked somebody in the audience in the front row if. If the guy would let Jesus come in his mouth, remember that? that, that <laughs> yeah. She was she was funny that night. Too. Yeah, she's pretty funny. <laughs> she like, I think she's funny. really like her. I find she her very her fucking. Yeah, funny. she was one of. She might have been my second favorite of the night. Like she it was, was tell, and then maybe her, then Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. uh, Chris D'Elia. He was good. He was yeah. funny. Brett Morin was good. Yeah, Brett Morin was good. everybody was pretty good, but Amy. Sh- yeah, Hannibal Amy Burris Schubert. was good. Nobody I like Amy. Nobody. Gerard Carmichael was on it. No, was DP, fun. DP, let me say her mm. stand up sucks. But like the couple times I've seen her in movies, I've actually liked her. She's been, yeah, her timing in that is good. Her that's, timing, not what like, you, in, that's not what your tweet suggests. No, I hate her. <laughs> I hate her. But like in movies, she's not bad. Can you, do you still call it tweets or do you call them X's? X's. They're tweets. But because Sarah Silverman has one of my favorite jokes of all time. Where she's like, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, uh, uh, girls are becoming sexual at younger and younger ages now. I I babysat for my friends and they have a like a, a 10 month old and I babysat. I had to change her diaper completely shaved down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah Solomon's super funny. That is such a yeah. She's a she's a raunchy. She's definitely raunchy. She does she does not hold back that woman. Yeah, she asked a guy if Jesus she if he would let Jesus come in his mouth, and the guy said yes. (laughs) That 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 whole that was a great that was a great that was a great lineup, and I think most of them delivered Mm. at that show. Mm. Yeah, except for Schumer, the the Jimmy Kimmel feud thing where she did that video so I fucked Matt Damon was hilarious and then Kimmel just crushed it with the I fucked Ben Affleck song yeah yeah <laughs> that was, Dude. Just amazing but like when they went like one of the nights too like on Kimmel because like, he that was the thing with him and Damon oh sorry Matt Damon we ran out of time and then yeah. one of the nights he actually brought Matt Damon out right when he sat down like oh sorry we're out of time and as the <laughs> credits are running Matt Damon is just f bombing him like repeat it's so good it is so good it reminds yeah, me of an SNL, SNL skit where they the SNL skit where they like have uh, uh, Keenan Thompson does like the the talk show <laughs> what's up with that what's up with that and he's always running out of time for uh, yeah. 
Uh, what's keep his name? pausing for Jason Sudeikis to jump in and do the running man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's always running out of time for when they get it's always um uh Bill Hader's like this guy yeah. Bill Hader plays Lindsay something, I forget his yeah. name, but he's always running out of time for him. <laughs> Sorry, man, Lindsay, 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 I love you, man. <laughs> and then and he's always like, All right, all right. <laughs> so I just want to take a quick minute to um talk to mm. our audience about what's going on right now uh, on this mm. podcast is that is um we realized that we ran out of material about 20 minutes ago <laughs> we're um, talking about adam sandler <laughs> adam sandler was and we feel movie. weird ending the podcast after just like an hour so now we're just talking <laughs> bullshit <laughs> no we were talking about adam sandler he was That's in one of the films tonight dude i was like uh, like <laughs> yeah, I don't deny it aj <laughs> we I all know it's true when we were done with you were so not invited by bar mitzvah and i'm like and i wrote down so i wouldn't forget favorite adam sandler movie so we can keep <laughs> talking because you gotta go more than an hour <laughs> what's up with that what's up with that <laughs> So yeah, if anybody Wee. is still listening, thank you. What's up with that? Because uh, we are just that? officially talking about nothing. We're talking uh, about Adam Sandler. We're talking for a while. Uh, what, and then we were gonna... talking stand up. Adam Sandler stand up. Yeah. That's a great recommendation. I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, 100 percent fresh. Totally, everyone should watch it. It's amazing. Very it's very good. I'm definitely going to watch that. It probably like is 100 percent fresh. I like it. Tomatoes. Yeah. What's Which I gotta that? say, by the way, What's the fact that? that um uh this new one is his highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Stupid. It is kind of odd, but I think it's one of those movies that like 90, whatever, 97% of the critics were probably all like, you know, it's just okay. <laughs> None of them gave it a negative review. Yeah, it's so interesting. It skews high, but everyone probably just said, you know what, it doesn't suck. So, right, right. It's I definitely bet, not I, his best movie. I somehow it's what, got the highest ranking. I wonder what what percentage of movies like have that sort of like lukewarm reception, but lukewarm enough where there there's ninety yeah, percent skews positive. high. Right, <laughs> it skews high. Yeah, I wonder. I'd love to do some uh, some research <laughs> on that. Mm. Some films where you're like, how is that possibly 95 mm. percent of run? I think Netflix paid off the critics is what I think. That's mm. entirely possible. Mm. Yeah, I don't doubt it. It's a big goddamn conspiracy. <laughs> there, and you're a, all a part of it. Even there's her. A, there's a review Movie. channel I um, listen to on, uh, or I watch on YouTube. Uh, breakfast all day and they have an opportunity for somebody to like jump in and do a review with them it's it probably costs something like patreon subscript whatever i'm tempted to do it tempted <laughs> and then and then drop the podcast name on there so that the name the work gets out they probably wouldn't let me do that but anyway yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dog. My dog's growling at someone outside right now. There we go. <laughs> hey, baby, what sweetheart? All right. Well, anyways, uh, okay. Do All we, right, dude. Do we, yeah, do we get enough time now? Do we. Yeah, I think we did. Right? Yeah. All right, here we go. Whoa. Yeah, you guys got any recommendations before we go? What's up with that? What's um. With that? Well. Yeah, but bottoms. I watched it today in the theater. Mm-hmm. You guys should all see it. It's fucking hilarious. My goodness. If you guys don't think it's fucking, funny, it's fucking will... hilarious, man. <laughs> um, it's so hilarious. 
what what is bottoms by the way i don't even know what that is it's a comedy it's about these two lesbian chicks in high school (laughs) who form a fight club so that they can fuck other chicks (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm already in yeah that's awesome yeah, it's so fun. It's so it's so preposterous. It's so preposterous. Like the popular guys in school, the football players, and they walk around school with their football uniforms on, with the shoulder pads in. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. Uh, it's hilarious. It's about like ninety-ish minutes long, and it's fucking so funny. <laughs> so funny. Look it up. You'll love it. That's um, my I, recommendation. I was telling the guys before uh, we went on tonight, this isn't a new movie because we've been talking about doing, you know, we love doing the top 10 lists. We've been talking about doing a top our top 10 favorite zombie movies. Uh, so mm. I've been watching a lot. And I watched one just recently. I know Marky's a big fan of it called Train to Busan. It's, uh, it's a South Korean movie. Um, uh, and by the way, if you do go to watch it, I watch it on the cock. Um Make sure you turn on the subtitles because I started watching it. It was English dubbed and it was so bad, the dubbing of this, that I just make sure you put the subtitles on. Um, it, I don't want to bury it because bury the lead because we are going to do this top 10 pretty soon. It's, uh, it's something, Train to Busan. It is fucking <laughs> something. <laughs> Shit. It's, uh, it's still kind of stuck with me. Um, Really good stuff. Check it out. Uh, it's a, it's about an hour forty five, and it is it is a hundred minutes. Fucking pedal to the floor. Um, it doesn't let up. So check it out. Good good shit. And on my radar. Really good stuff. So, so. <clears throat> deep uh, shuffle. I, I got one, and uh, it I think it came out uh, in the theaters like. Uh, the last time recorded so it's been a couple weeks now so it's been out a little while and didn't do that well but again i think a lot of that has something to do with the strike and the fact that like no one could promote the movie but the blue beetle movie that came out starring uh the kid from uh cobra kai cobra kai marawende yeah yeah however it's pronounced uh, the Blue Beetle movie is fucking great. Yeah, it, it's it, it's very much like this family story and uh, just all around well done. Uh, the, this it's a bit tropey here and there, but it, it's yeah, still fucking superhero movie. Yeah, they all are superhero movies. All are, but this one is very very well done, and yeah, the the characters are absolutely super likable too. So it, it's a fun watch. And I strongly recommend it. Whether it's if it's not in theaters anymore, it'll be on HBO Max soon enough. Yeah, soon as it is, watch it. It's great. It it is still in theaters, but I want oh, to ask fun. you if you yeah, I want to ask if you. Uh, I've been going to the theaters a lot lately because yeah. of this vacation time. I've had. <laughs> but I want to ask you if you know how it's doing at the box office. It yeah, not very well. It yeah, had a very I didn't think it was weekend. reviews. Reviews are good. Yeah. It's reviewed right. well by both critics and audiences. Mm. It just, yeah, not many people are going Nobody's to see it. Nobody's seeing it, yeah. yeah. And again, I think a lot of that is the the strike that's happening. Like, the actors can't go and actively promote their movies because of the strike. So 
<clears throat> I mean, granted, you know, there's the typical promotion, the, uh, you know, whatever commercials you see on TV and whatnot. But obviously, the actors going out and promoting helps movies a lot more yeah. than we realized. Yeah. Hey, uh, and let and let me just say real quick too. Um, this isn't new, and I was talking to DP about this the other night, but I'm I'm piggybacking off a, a DC movie. I just watched the new Flash movie. I watched it last weekend. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that's good. Yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. Um, wow, I I did not expect to be blown away like that. I knew I knew it was gonna be good, mm-hmm. but I was not expect to be blown away about the way it was. It, it was it was fucking fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. see that resets the DC universe. Blue Beetle picks it up. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's something. So yeah, and, and I gotta say too, like my big complaint about it when I saw it in the theater was the like the. There are times where the special effects are kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. It's either they kind of fixed it a little more or it's just not as noticeable on a smaller screen. Cause I also watched it on, on Max. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, the the shitty special effects not nearly as noticeable. When okay. You watch it on a regular Yeah, screen. I didn't really I didn't notice it at all, honestly. Yeah. What was yeah it? On realize. the big screen. I yeah, might not have been uh, looking also. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that is a fucking great one. I, I I liked it a lot. Stunning how much I liked it. Like a, for me, I was I was texting DP about it that night. I mean, it's up there with with for me as far as superhero movies goes. It goes. It's up there for me with like Ragnarok and the original Shazam and and you know mm-hmm. the the original uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. Like I mean, it's, it's right fucking up yeah. there. Ah. It, it's fantastic. So yeah, it's really good. Come on, Michael Keaton at one point does the. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. They're right there. I'm like. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. So uh, yeah, good flick. Hundred percent recommend that. So. Mm-hmm. I think this this show tonight um, does prove just how long winded Marky is. So, <laughs> so um, because normally I'm just, I'm I'm cutting you motherfuckers off because for time. And tonight we're sitting here talking about <laughs> now we're stretching. <laughs> we're like we're like we're we're about to talk about you know the first time we like our, we lost our virginity for Christ's sakes just to get some. Yeah, although my, just... my 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 story is very short. Get it? <laughs> That's a good one, TW. Dude, that was fucking sorry. Slapstick yeah, my my first time hotel room before I left for boot camp. Okay. Yeah, my first time <laughs> DP. Anyways, um, <laughs> your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. when I got back from <laughs> all well, comes full is. circle with DP. It does. <laughs> Anyways, um, we gotta call it an evening. Yeah, before we, do. Before we get right. canceled, it's getting crazy. Yeah. Um. All right, I got. Uh, <laughs> Fucking dog needs to go out, or I don't know something. Right, yeah. hour back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. come on, come on, DP. Let's do the hour back song. All right, <laughs> give me, give me something soft. Right? Take an hour to get that bat off this bus. Hour back. <laughs> get at it. <laughs> you don't uh, get this bit. You think I do? <laughs> oh, another deep cut, folks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways. What's the difference if I call you Darren and I walk back? <laughs> All right, yeah, this is getting out of control. Yeah, let's yeah. call it a night. Yep. Okay, because we because uh, I think for, if we don't for the next hour yeah. or so, we're just gonna fucking throw dice yeah. lines out there. And just, <laughs> you, just, you just want an old bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta, 
I'm calling it for myself, for AJ, for DP. You guys have a fantastic fucking week, and we will talk to you hopefully next week, if not the week after that. Love you. Good night. Yeah, you PKA motherfucker. <laughs> Bonsoir. Look, you. Dan, the new walking is out. <laughs> new walking is out. <laughs> Here's a great article. Putting one foot in front of the other. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>